Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited. I have my buddy, Dale Hirsch, here. He's a single. Actually, we haven't seen each other in years. I don't even know if you're single or not, but uh, yeah. you're single. I'm single. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a single guy. Yep. He uh, works in luxury real estate, and he's a comedian. He's super funny. So I thought I would bring you on the show, and we could just talk. I'm not prepared at all, so we're just going to have a conversation Same. and catch up. Same. Sounds great. Let's cool. do it. Good. There's no pressure to be funny now that everyone knows that I... <laughs> None. No, no. So I haven't seen you in a long time, years, it's, I think. It's been a while. And it's so strange how like social media makes you feel like you are in someone's life when you're not. Like it's, we haven't talked in years and yet I'm like, I know everything that's going on. I'm like, because did you I get post, that, did you get that upstairs everything. office? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you look good. Thanks. Your hairline is like solid because most of my guy friends around your age, it starts to change. Where there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm very impressed. Thank you very with much. How your hair looks. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I had nothing to do with it, but um, I've, I've kind of stopped complaining about having gray hair because at this point, once you hit like, you know, 80, <laughs> it doesn't matter what, what, what color it is or what style it is. You know what I mean? So thank you for the compliment. And your hair looks uh, just as glorious as it's ever looked. Oh, uh, thank you. You look great. Thank you. You look amazing. I'm not just saying it. Yeah. Beautiful ring. Thank you. If I didn't know you, you did were, good. yeah. If I didn't know that you were married to Pete, I would have thought maybe you married someone on the Clippers because that's a beautiful. <laughs> I, I ring. picked it. Oh, you did. Nice. He's he was good. He's just like I want you to like it. So why don't you? Why don't you choose? Smart move. <laughs> okay. Smart move by Pete. No need to be here or there. Right. <laughs> All right. Cool. So let's talk about dating and stuff because yeah. I've known you for a long time. It's probably like over ten years. Yeah, at least. And, yeah. I mean. We we dated for a hot sec. I think yeah. I was in my mid twenties, right? And it's so funny yeah. for me to say because we're like such a different person back then. Completely I'm almost different. like, oh my god, that's right. Yeah, and it almost feels like childhood friend. Like that feels yeah. like the dynamic. Like yeah. oh, but I think it's so funny looking back on that yeah. because. I think I threw him away, but there was like some pictures I remember I came across and I was like, oh my God, this be this looks so wrong to me. Really? We're like kissing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm just yeah. like, this feels so wrong because our dynamic is so right. French. <laughs> right, right, right. That's kind of funny. And it's cool. It's like we've we've been through a lot, you know? Like we've known each other a long time. It's I love that we're that we're still buds, but uh yeah, I, I'm still not sure that you're not gonna roast me I- on this <laughs> just episode today. So We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I do. I like um, when I'm able to have a good relationship afterwards. Yeah, me I mean, too. it was really fast too. We dated for like what was it, like a month? It was yeah. not long. Yeah, so. and it wasn't your fault. You know, I'm handsome, funny, charming. You're only human. It was bound, bound, probably bound to happen, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Someone laughed at that. <laughs> All right, Dale Hurst, where are you from? Uh, originally, Wayne, New Jersey. Jersey. Um, I'm just gonna have some sparklets. Okay. Right now. <laughs> not sponsored. Uh, wow, that's that's good water from New Jersey, <laughs> but I've been out here twenty years. Okay, so you're like great. a Southern California person. I I I love it out here. I mean, if we if we talk long enough, you might hear one or one or two words that come out like, "Oh, this guy's got an accent." But yeah. for the most part, I feel like I'm from LA now. You know, All and right. you're from Northern California. Yeah, Pete's yeah. from Jersey. Is he really? Yeah, Ramsey. I never knew that. Yeah, Jersey. that's North you, you Jersey. Guys, yeah. Did we talk about that? Ramsey? I don't think so. No, we didn't. But you guys have a lot of things in common. Like you both love soccer. Yep. yep. And I, did you meet him before? We at met, a party. We the met part, once. The first, yeah. 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 At when your, I used your to condo on Sotel. <laughs> you still have that condo? I do. We rented out. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I love Pete. 
he's a good guy. Yeah, I can tell. He, yeah, he really he's is. such yeah. a good guy. Um, okay, let's talk dating. Let's talk dating because I'm 45 and I'm single, so I feel like I'm the foremost authority on uh, dating advice. Are you single by choice? Do you want to be in a relationship? Um, for me, I've just never felt like a relationship is something to, to chase and to seek, that it's something that kind of finds me and I like to allow things to just kind of happen naturally and organically or not happen naturally and organically. But I should say, um, after years of, uh, starting to recognize like a pattern in relationships, um, it's only recently really in the last like month or two that I've kind of, uh, gone through kind of a big transformation. I've been doing a lot of inner work and learning a lot about myself and realizing really that, you know, how we feel about ourselves, how we perceive ourselves is everything. It, it shapes the, the types of people, relationships, uh, situations, circumstances that we attract in, and then how we experience those relationships and circumstances too. So, you know, in the past, I was always the guy that like loved feedback, wanted to improve. And I've come to realize that the subtext of that is a self-limiting story that I'm not enough. So if you need to improve, if you boil that down, you're basically saying I'm not enough. And so, you know, all these relationships, I, I wasn't enough. And if you, you know, if I found myself without consciously realizing it, if, if, you know, it would let me get close to being enough, but then there'd be like some self-sabotage or something that would, you know, have me go back to uh, not being enough, which is a match for my belief about myself, which at the time was unconscious. I've since realized that. And it's just been like, you know, that emoji with the head exploding because it's like a huge realization. I've been on this like path of like, you know, conscious evolution and, you know, the law of attraction and Eckhart Tolle and everything. And, and it's only recently that I've realized this one piece, because once you start to recognize there's a pattern it doesn't change the pattern you know yeah that's yeah and if if the experience causes you to have a uh, to further have a, a negative perception or like beating beating yourself up it's just a vicious cycle you know what i mean because then obviously it leads to the to the next situation that is a match for for not being enough and that's just one like vulnerable example but anyway i'm single you asked me a question a long time ago, <laughs> filibuster is still legal. We talked about them before the show, so it's cool. Uh, yeah, so I just feel like, um, yes, I'm single, but I, I, I feel like I've just been reborn. Like I'm um, connected with my beingness and knowing that I'm worthy and I'm enough and I'm limitless as we all are, you know? So I feel like whatever I'm calling in now is going to be a match for that. So I'm excited about the next opportunity to experience a romantic relationship. So it sounds like you're open, mm. but not seeking. Well, sometimes because when you're doing introspection, there's not much space for for that, for other, someone else coming in. Or sometimes right. you might even like distance yourself from friends and family because it's that, I, I know that time and mm. sometimes it could feel like that. So do you feel mm. open? I do right now. Okay. I, I haven't. But you're right. I mean, it's a very, it's an inside job. It's a, it's a time of solitude working on oneself and, and wanting to go in inward and, 
figure stuff out um, and not on the level of the mind, but, you know, really kind of go in to your heart space and, and learn about yourself and try to use whatever uh, experience preceded this time that may have like kind of dropped you on your face as like, I'm going to honor this so that it's not for nothing and I'm going to figure stuff out. I'm going to grow from this experience. So you're right. It's a, it's a, it's just one-on-one time, which is beautiful, you know, but I do feel like I'm just now kind of coming out of it and I'm, I am definitely open, you know, but the one question I, you know, you always get on like dating apps is like, what are you looking for? And for me, I respect that everyone's on their own journey, but you know, my honest answer to that question I find isn't always received positively, which is totally fine with me because um, I think dating apps are actually the perfect vehicle for um, the law of attraction. You know, anyone who's a match is going to, it doesn't have to take effort. It's, they'll find you, you'll find them. Anyone who's not a match will fall away or won't like the answer to that question. So what is your answer to that question? It's just that I'm not looking for anything other than an authentic connection. That's it. And beyond that, I, I'm, I want to allow things to happen or not happen organically. Okay. You know, as opposed to, I want this, I want a relationship, I want marriage, I want kids. If someone, if that's what they want, great. But for me, chasing the result doesn't feel natural. So I think those are things that come as a natural byproduct of meeting someone that you have a great connection with and develop a great friendship with. And then if you add a, a love affair to that, now you have what I feel are like the attributes of like a, a great, healthy relationship. So, Can we talk uh, more about your previous relationships and the sure. patterns? So what kind of women, like was there something in common with like the type that you would choose? Is there any common thread there? Well, do you have tissues? It's starting to feel like therapy. Do you need tissue? No, not yet. But anyway, we can. Run, there's a bathroom. I'm, I'm just kidding. Corner. I'm just kidding. There, there was not anything that I was consciously choosing. But the girls who were a vibrational match for where I was vibrating, and and and, and specifically how I was feeling about myself or perceiving myself. Now, if you would have asked me, how do you feel about yourself? I feel great. I'm like grateful. I'm just optimistic, positive person. But that limiting belief perception that I kind of mentioned earlier, which could, you could trace that back to childhood, like getting cut from a team or a coach telling you you're not good enough or dad not saying great job, you know? So um, that perception I realize now at any girl that I was calling in was a match for that. And so were there any certain traits that they would have though? Yeah. Yeah. That were kind of common. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Your, your guest Mark that was on the oh, show yeah. recently, he had said something about, it's you know, m- oh, I'm sorry, Mark Groves. If anyone it, else follows him, he has great content. Yeah. He had said something like if a guy says, uh, to a girl, if it's a heterosexual um, relationship, um, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. That that's like, 
you know, great open communication. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That? You're you're talking about Mark Howerton, the therapist. Different, yes, different yeah, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I guess in a way, I I I agree. But that kind of like triggered me because it made me realize, oh, well, I used to do that, you know. And so, yes, it's being honest, but it also for me was a part of a pattern that was, you know, avoiding um, commitment straight away to create like a safe space to, you know, to not have to be intimate, which ultimately I found out was, you know, me not being comfortable being intimate with myself because we're all just a reflection. We're all just a mirror, you know? So um, running away from intimacy is really just running away from yourself, you know? So that was part of my pattern. And so, and by the way, two people are both a match for any situation that they find themselves in, you know? But part of the pattern that I can, I can look back and recognize is, you know, often the girl would, would perhaps want more than that, but go along with it. Mm -hmm. And in some way, um, kind of forsake their own boundaries or what, what they, what they really want, kind of put aside what they really want for the sake of what I wanted. And then, you know, there's a shelf life there. So invariably and inevitably you get to a point where it's not okay anymore, where they want to feel like it's going to progress or go somewhere. And then that usually leads to breakup number one. And I, I designated as number one because, you know, usually a few months later, it's like you miss this person and, and then just want to try to get them back. And usually you can do that. There's of course a finite number of times you can do that Mm -hmm. before someone's going to be like, yeah, no, this isn't working. But that's the oscillating nature of the underlying self-limiting belief story of I'm not enough. That's, that's what that is. It's like, it's never going to be right. It's going to get close and then it's going to not be there. And then it sounds so cliche, but you know, the the desire to want to like stay safe and keep a woman at an arm's length at that time in the past was so strong that you know you kind of had to had to like at the, it's easy to like uh, as a man I can remember myself feeling like oh I'm I'm being honest and that's a sign of respect and love and you know it's the right thing but you know the thing that Mark didn't mention which is true for me, was that it was also part of, a, of an unhealthy pattern creating that space. So it's honest, but it's also, you know, avoiding intimacy. And what about intimacy scares you or did scare you? I appreciate you making that distinction going to the past tense because it is, it, it's not present, you know? So that's, sparklets is delicious. <laughs> really is good water. <laughs> and you wouldn't think so, but it's really nice. <laughs> um, so if the, um, the presence of intimacy makes me uncomfortable, it has nothing to do with the other person. It's me and my relationship with myself. And if you ask why, uh, I, I don't know, but I've gotten to know myself um, better in the last few couple months than, than I ever have in 
probably 15 years of doing this, this work, you know, I call it work, but you know, consciously evolving spiritually, you know, learning, trying to learn about myself and grow. Do you think that you're scared of pain or getting hurt? That's a great question. Um, and I think a lot of times avoiding commitment can be, can be linked in general to um, fear of rejection or of, in some way. Any fear is just, you know, old, old stories, old patterns. The ego loves what's familiar. And if, and if that's been the pattern, that's where the ego, if left unchecked, is going gonna, is gonna to go back to, to, to survive, you know? And so um, what was I afraid of? I don't know. These patterns kind of run themselves if, if, if we're not, if we don't shine the, the light of our awareness on them and, and see them for what they are. So it's pretty, it's a pretty interesting experience when you start to become aware of it, but yet you're still kind of going through the motions and, and still carrying out the pattern. Yes. That's really strange. Nothing really changes until we commit to having the discipline to like doing the work every day. And what is the work? Going inward and just, um, you know, self-love practice, gratitude practice, and connecting with our, our, our beingness, our limitlessness, our worthiness, our, you know, we are pure love. And so we connect with that. Everything else fades away. My attention is here now and on like creating new. So it, it's easy for me to imagine my next relationship not having any fear of intimacy or not having any sort of knee-jerk reaction to wanting to immediately create space to a safe space to avoid uh, pressure of commitment, you know? In the past, it was just what I did. Um, of course, not with bad intentions, but um, right now, it feels like that, you know, when you can become aware of something, you create a space between yourself yeah, and that step thing. Step one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about leaf blowers? What? Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear There's a leaf blower going off outside. No, I, leaf blowers are amazing because they really accomplish nothing. They No, they don't. They accomplish nothing. Well, they <laughs> they put it blow. into a pile so they could rake it up easier so they don't have to go all they around. They're just blowing shit everywhere and it's just so loud and it's um, <laughs> it, but like it's not like they're they're just blowing it like I'm blowing everything off this lawn onto oh, the Oh, I assume one. they blow it into a pile and then pick up the pile. No. That's, if they don't pick it up, then that's No, stupid. there's no way. It's not like a precise... How do you hold a leaf blower? <laughs> it's not precise. It's not like they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sweep these over here. They're just like blowing everything everywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I need to take us back to this conversation. Sorry. Well, I do appreciate your self-awareness. Thank and, you. Um, and your honesty that you're absolutely right, that awareness is step one, but awareness does not mean mm -mm. patterns change. Right. Because they're, um, even for myself, like I started to become aware of my patterns um, a long time ago, but I would still choose the same kind of person. My nervous right. system just somehow really liked <laughs> that emotionally unavailable person. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and in the personal growth space as well, I think it's um, 
you know, you see people who who will go a lot, um, but uh, not implement it into day to day life, right? So yeah. you you hear and you know all this stuff, but then the change mm. comes when you actually start making different decisions, saying no to certain things, taking a pause, like wait a minute, is this you know this or this? Um, and sometimes that takes a while too. I think for everyone it's different. I, I knew when I was done, like choosing emotionally unavailable people. I got so frustrated and I was very aware that it was my own choice and I was the one putting myself in the situation. So I said, I'm done. And from then on, I chose differently. So if anyone showed signs of not being emotionally available, that uh, that was an automatic no for me. I was like, okay, Mm. I'm not really there. I'm not there anymore. I'm heading this direction. And that I, I met Pete shortly after I just started to date completely different. You, you, you had to have made some inner change to your to your consciousness and your vibrational frequency, because um, otherwise you can say you want this, but oh yeah, self definitely. How like you self-love, feel about yourself is what you're going to call in. Yeah, so yeah. right, self love so, and confidence was a big um, were things that I had to work on. Yeah, for sure. And and not to improve on, but things you chose to put bring your attention to. To cultivate within yourself, right? Yeah, I want it. Like, yeah. I want to show up feeling good and confident mm-hmm. on dates. Like, this should be fun. This shouldn't right. be like, if it's not fun, why, why, why do I want to do it? So that was my goal. Like, I want to feel good. And what did that look like to me? It looked like a confident, self-expressed version of me mm. that had clarity. Like, this is me, and it's okay if we're not on the same page. But right. this is me, and feeling good about it. So that was my goal. That's great. I think a lot of people who might be in that situation where they become aware of a pattern don't don't know how to change it. They just don't know what to do, maybe. That's true. I, I get those comments a lot like, but how did you change that? What are the right. specific things that you did? And I think the tricky part is it's different for everybody because some people like, you know, love therapy or, you know, there's uh, – I did a program called Landmark Education, which – I, some people like really love it. Other people don't. I tell people it's not for everyone. It's a very masculine approach to self-improvement, which I respond well to because I like when people are direct. So I hear it in a way that works for me. But I understand not everyone's built like that, you know. So when people ask, I might share like, what did you do? I'll share what I did, but I'm I'm not like, this works. I just said, this is what worked for me because mm. it, it helped my communication, mm-hmm. helped um my relationship with my parents, I realized, you know, that my mom, the way I was showing with my mom, like, she didn't feel like she, I asked her, I'm like, mom, do you, (laughs) do you know that I love you? And a coach helped me out with this. And um, she said, no, that opened up a conversation that I had with her that really changed our dynamic completely. So my point is different things work for different people. And I think it's good just to try different things too. Yeah. And in California and LA, there's a lot of different things you can do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty, there's a big spiritual community, you know, yeah. like some people go into that for healing. One thing that I feel could be great for everyone would be um, a, a practice of self-love, a practice of gratitude. Yes. Um, because we're, whatever you're focusing on is what you're going to call more in. Of. So as soon as you get out of this country, you know, we used to go down to, Me- did you ever go down to Mexico to the mm-hmm. orphanages? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as you like experience something outside of this like bubble, you realize, wow, like we have so much to be grateful for. 
and even the smallest things, right? So, um, not to diminish or minimize like the tri trials and tribulations people have in their day, like, oh, someone didn't show up for a meeting, whatever, but like, there's so much to be grateful for and it's a choice, you know? Yeah. And so you mentioned feeling good. Sounds simple, but that's it right there. Like, that's how you know where you're vibrating. Do I feel light? Do I feel good right now? Great. Um, do I feel like, you know, the best version of myself? Great. Um, a nice thing about self-love is once you start feeling good about yourself, you just naturally start not really caring as much what people think when you know you're being authentic and it's easier to, to create boundaries. Would you find that to be true? Yeah. You're more confident in, in your boundaries too. It's one yeah. thing to say them, but just to feel good about them. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's not personal. Like it works for you or it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to, it, to be. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. If we could get out of like a victim mentality of like, why is this happening to me? I think a lot of times, particularly with like dating, if it's not, when you have expectations, you kind of open yourself up to being let down. I mean, me, I enjoy like a bad first date just as much as a great one. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Almost like what, as much. What's the definition of a bad first date to you? Well, on a deeper level, I suppose nothing is good or bad. Everything just is as okay. it is. It's just an okay. experience. But right? your, your version of... How about of one that is like whether someone doesn't really look like their pictures too much or... Not okay. that I go on a lot of these, but... um. Or maybe just one that you you kind of intuitively just recognize early on, like yeah, this not I'm, I'm not a match with this person. There's not going to be a second date here. What is like the worst date you've been on, where you were just like, have you had an experience where you just like wanted to get out of there? Uh, yeah, but you know, my feeling is is like this is another human, this is a person, and I'm going to make the best of it, and. You'd still have a fun time, even if there's not like a romantic physical connection or attraction, you know. Okay, what? There, if, but what if there's no like good banter? Like, yeah, then then you gotta, you know, I'm not gonna like lie and be like, oh my god, my friend just got in a freak bass fishing accident. I've got to go pick him up at the lake. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not gonna do that. But you just cut it short, you know. Like, hey, this was great. Like, wrap uh, it up. Do you talk? To them on the phone before meeting in person? I don't have a rule book. If, if someone wants to have a, a chat or a FaceTime, great. If not, um, I don't see, I don't like initiate asking a girl to meet up in person straight, straight away. For me, I don't know. It's funny because some girls on there are like not looking for a pen pal and others are like, you know, if you say, hey, you want to get together, it could come across as like having, you know, different intentions, not pure intentions, maybe. I just feel like there has to be like a little interaction and a little rapport established before I feel like it's a, it feels natural to be like, hey, would you want to maybe get together or go for a hike, go get a drink or something? Um, so what was your question? So text, like oh, text. Report. Oh, yeah. Usually it's just um, messaging in an app and then like graduating to text. And then if, if there's interaction and banter and it feels like natural then yeah i'll i'll say hey you want to get together my first time ever meeting a girl from a dating app was an experience i gotta be honest it's always this feeling of like ah do i really want to do this <laughs> but i gotta like get out of my comfort zone and make the effort and like i'm just gonna do it i drove to santa monica 
And this was my first experience. And by the way, I'm going to say this with love. Okay. So it's not like I'm not shallow hell at all. Um, but I realized, learned this lesson straight away, right out of the gate, that if a girl doesn't provide pictures of anything from like the shoulders down, maybe there's a reason for mm-hmm. that. It's not a judgment of how someone body of their body type or something. Yeah. It's like just be, be authentic. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, it should look like you. Yeah. What you're not like. You know, where, how, why am I going to put a picture of George Clooney? Because, you know, George Clooney's not showing up. Denzel Washington's, a young Denzel Washington's showing up. So it's like, why am I going to mislead? But anyway, you know, it's cool. But so it's the, it's the misdirection that I, that I didn't care for. Yeah, with dating apps, I, I made a video once of just, yeah, the clarity in general. People are visual, so clear photo of your face and it should look like you. I think with women, some of them, I have some friends who use the filters too. I'm like, don't use the filters. Don't, don't like, I mean, maybe some are like lightly use where it looks like, you know, you have makeup on or whatever, but it actually still looks like you. But I'm like, if it doesn't look like you, you're really wasting your time. I'm like, do you want the person to be disappointed when they show up? Wouldn't you rather it be accurate or they're, they're like pleasantly surprised instead of this doll version of you? Well, not everyone is feeling comfortable to share, you know, their their real self, and maybe they feel more comfortable using a, a filter. Everyone's on their own journey, so I'm like happy if a girl is using a filter. That's fine. It might not be my cup of tea, not because I'm judging, but it's interesting how you really can get a sense of someone from what they write and from their pictures. You know, looking at a profile. I mean, I I can't believe. I've heard girls say like, yeah, guys don't read profiles. I'm like, oh, I, I read everything, you know, because I feel like I'm getting a sense of your essence. By the way, I'm at a point now where I'm not looking to get laid. I'm not looking for, you know, the smoke show. I'm looking for like a girl that seems like energetically has positive energy and f- feels like a, a sweet person who might have a sense of humor. Or I'm looking for, for that. You know, I said earlier, I'm not looking for anything, but you know what I mean? Like if there's one thing, it's just like a, a, a an authentic connection. And, uh, and you know, it doesn't have to be romantic. I met a girl recently and, you know, we had a nice chit chat on the, on the app and we, we actually met in person and I didn't feel like a romantic connection with her, but you know, she asked me how I would rate the date afterwards. And I told her the truth. I said, I had a really fun time. We had a lot of laughs. And I think that uh, this could be the start of a, a really nice friendship. And she was like, great. So she's, we still kind of text. I don't know if we're going to, what will be next. But, you know, I, I'm happy to make a friend too. That's my outlook. I don't know. How did it feel when she asked you that question at the end of the date? How would you rent? Oh, the she didn't. Well, she didn't ask it at the end of the day. She asked oh. it like on text. Oh, yeah. after. Oh, I thought it was before. Like you guys parted ways. I was like, oh, that's like. That would be a lot. That would be a lot. Yeah. Okay. Interview questions at the, like a post interview uh, questionnaire. Would, you know, that would have been a lot. But funny that the word interview comes up because I always laugh when I see uh, a girl say something like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Need not apply. It's like I'm not applying for a job. You know what I mean? Like that's. Oh, sure. More of like, 
this is just your pers personal yeah. preference. What are some things you see when you're online dating with profiles that are generally turn-offs for you personally? I know everyone's different. Sure. Me? There's a positive way to say everything in a negative way. You could say all the things you don't like, or you could not say that. You could just pick the things you do like. And that, to me, is what stands out immediately. Like, is it someone going for the positive or the negative? So it's very revealing about where someone is. No judgment, just an observation. So if a girl's like, yeah, if you're this, 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 and this, swipe left, it's like, that's, it's not because of the things you said. It's because of the negative, you know? Like, because I like uh, when girls are like, yeah, this is this, 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 and this, something positive. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's like different ways to say what you want to say. So absolutely. that to me is like a, a little thing that I notice a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it can be revealing. It can be revealing of how people feel about themselves and, you know, where they are. I'm attracted to authenticity. I think everybody is, you know, but like someone I mean, who, you would You would think, but some aren't. I suppose you're right. I mean, you see the couples where I, like, I'm personally not into like heavy plastic surgery where uh, it looks almost like cartoonish, but there's some yeah. men who like that and they choose a partner mm. like that mm. for, I'm not going to dive into psychologically like wondering why, but I'm like, cause there, there's all, you know, like mm. it's just, that to me is not um, yeah. the most authentic, it, at least it's not, looking yeah, it's not. And we can say that without judging it, but it's. It doesn't come across as uh, as authentic, and yeah, I don't know who's attracted to that. I know some guys are, but, but you see uh, them, right? Like yeah, you see them walking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's not my thing. I'm all about. You're very. You like natural. Natural. natural yeah, you like real, natural beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes in different ways, you know. But like natural, real, authentic is uh, is the thing that I like, you know, that I've, I've recognized that I like. So is that my approach? I guess it is. But you know, it's interesting too, is that my experience of dating apps, I realize is completely different from like what a, a, the female perspective might be. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. What do you think females think? Uh, I don't know what they think, but I imagine there's a lot of creepy dudes out there, you know, for like, that are like, trying to glom on to like pretty girls like what are you doing tonight you know that kind of thing i i often get little tidbits when i do meet with a girl from there like what their experience is like because it's it's interesting to learn and uh you know look there's there's creepy dudes out there there's creepy girls out there and so it doesn't matter i guess but uh my main thing is just that i look like my pictures Okay. Uh, That's what it comes down I to. I want to make sure that, that I'm uh, uh, being received in a way that's authentic. Because you could think that you're, you know, you are, but someone else's experience, although anyone else's experience is going to be through the lens of, of their perception of themselves. Of course. So in some regards, it doesn't matter. And no. it's not for like feedback of improving. It's just for like, you know, just the simplicity of like, you know, I, I look like my pictures, right? And I've, I've, I mean, to me, that's like the most important thing. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to misrepresent myself. If I say young Morgan Freeman, I, I don't, you know, I want to, I want to look like a young Morgan Freeman, like lean on me, like a young, handsome Morgan Freeman. 
Do you ever ask opinions from your female friends? Maybe like, like, what do you think of my profile? Trusted. Friends. Yeah, you know, I haven't done that. One time, my buddy was dating a girl who kind of impromptu was like, oh, let me see your profile. And she started giving me her opinions and stuff. And again, that was just her through her from her perception of how I don't know. I It's subjective. So I don't know. I think it's more important that I feel like it represents me and I feel good about it. Although there aren't too many pictures that I would not feel comfortable with as long as they were, you know, looked like me. But I've not like gone and asked for feedback. If you want, we could do that. We could do that. I'd love to hear your opinion just for entertainment, just for fun. Oh, yeah. I'll, you know? I, I'm actually pretty confident that you do a good job with your profile, but oh. I do think sometimes it's good to ask just because what you said, sometimes we see things differently. And, you know, like for me, I don't want to assume that I, I know everything. So what I've started doing, um, actually more so in business, is asking, for example, the cover of my book, you know, like there was two options. And... My gut actually said a different one. It didn't have my photo on it. I'm like, this is going to sell better. But I've learned market research. Actually, let me literally ask my target audience which one they would prefer. Oh, wow. 90% said the blue, the blue cover with your photo on it. And I was surprised. I was like, oh. oh, maybe I was wrong. And I mean, I wanted a certain result. I wanted to sell sure. my book. So I was sure. like, I'm going to listen to them. Right. But I, um, I've been wrong before. So... So I do, um, I do like asking, and of course it should be a trusted person, right. or um, like in your case, like in the example of showing your friend, it should be someone who's probably known you for a while, yeah. you know, knows what you want, and, trusted, mm -hmm. trusted. Friend. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's interesting that you 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 had a, a gut like intuitive feeling about the picture. Yeah. And then you everybody else wanted the other so you you went with the other yeah. that's a that's like an example of like you're trying to sell a book like you were saying right and it worked and probably both pictures were great you know but like normally i wouldn't ever recommend anyone go against their gut you know yeah that but anyway that's different if i was selling a book versus like i said as long as it looks like me that's more important than like oh my god i look great in that picture but yeah. if it doesn't look like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally get it. Like if there's not a lot of gray hair in it, it might not be the best picture. It should be a recent photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's funny when people put, when they link their Instagram, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, your profile picture's from 2014. Cool. Nice. Yeah, it's... Actually, that's not even bad. Could, could be worse. <laughs> It could be like the late 90s. Oh, some people do. <laughs> I, I, some of my girlfriends have gone out with guys where it, it's like a 20-year-old like difference yeah. in the photo. I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. That's something I've heard from girls, that guys will often not look like their pictures. I, I Probably a lot of the same stuff we kind of experience, you know, guys and girls both experience. The difference is, is that, you know, a guy's never going to go out with a girl and not feel safe probably whereas a girl kind of has to be mindful of of that i would think yes you know what i mean the safety oh for so, sure that's a that's a huge one yeah yeah but um i actually enjoy being a guy that any girl that ends up going out with me is gonna feel respected and be treated with respect and you know and feel heard and stuff so um i'm going for quality over quantity at this point, you know, 
what are you attracted to? Not the not the spiritual analytical answer. Like, yeah. what what do you typically like when you're flipping? Like, what do you look like? Good you, vibe, good energy. Yeah, good vibe, that. good energy. Um, I I generally, you know, if there's a sign of a sense of humor, great. I tend tend to generally be physically physically attracted to like petite, you know, women and um, women of like a like ethnically ambiguous i'm tiptoeing because i don't know like it's fine if i get canceled i don't want you to get canceled all right <laughs> no it's fine you're it's right you could edit me out That's everyone true. has preferences and yeah I, well look if you want to know what you're attracted to look at your look at your track record look at the people that you've dated and if you see that they you know look similar or have it then maybe that's you know what about emotionally emotionally it, well, it's hard to see this in a profile, but, right, you right. know, someone who's open to communicating, you know, open, honest communication, authenticity, sweet. I'm big on gratitude. I love if I see like some sort of feeling of gratitude of, or sometimes you, you have to learn this once you like start to get to know someone, you know? Yeah. Oh, of course. But I'll tell you what, if I take a girl out to dinner and she doesn't say thank you, mm. Or even if I like buy drinks and she doesn't say thank you, it doesn't sit well with me. It's usually like not going to be a second date. Okay. Because if it's either there's either gratitude or if there's not, it, it comes across like it's expected. Yeah. And that just I don't feel good about that. And yet sometimes um, like I've met this girl that we haven't met in person yet. We've been chatting a lot and she's she's amazing and uh, she will express gratitude for like the smallest things like a kind word that I you that I said or uh, something and I just I love that I don't know I love gratitude so um yeah I think you don't really know some of these things you gotta find out as you get to know someone but from the profile yeah um tea darker complexion okay. or in in person too like what typically draws you to like want to go talk to someone or if it's in person it's a lot of its energy. I hear, that's the top answer I hear mm. from guys. Yeah. And I'll compliment people. It doesn't even have to be like a pretty girl. Like I'll compliment someone. I'll be like, you've got really beautiful, positive energy, you know? Um, and what's great about Rusty, my little pup son, is he's a, he's a little pure love mirror and he is like a magnet for the nice, he brings in the nicest people like positive energy if he goes to someone they have like beautiful positive energy and i'll tell them that i'm like this is probably the greatest endorsement of your positive energy the fact that he wants to be near you right now so but anyway as it relates to girls yeah you you get a you get a feeling energy nice smile approachable um there's no pickup lines it's just you know go say hi for me you know so yeah what do i look for i don't know i, I really don't know but I know it when I find it, as does everyone, right? That's true. What do you look when you, for? When you know, you know. Before I met Pete, I wanted someone who um, wanted to be in a committed relationship. Was uh, that like a precursor, like sh straight away? Yeah, I had gotten to the point where I, because um, I had dated some guys where I waited around and um, I had gotten to a point where I was very clear on what I wanted. 
And so that it was like, I want someone who's ready to be in a relationship. Right then and there? Like, maybe not with me, but he wants a relationship. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> he wants a relationship. Um, and uh, I feel safe with mm. them. That's very important. Um, and then after we get after we get to know each other, also want to be in a relationship with me, like specifically. Because sometimes they we would date, but they'd want to like date other people. I'm like, no, I, I actually want someone who would want once they like someone. Me like yeah, yeah, yeah. once they like me, they would want to be exclusive with me. You would you would kind of sort that out ahead of, ahead of time. I would because if someone mm -hmm. wasn't sure, maybe when I was in my twenties and it was a little more like go with the flow, I would have been okay. Like okay, he's still figuring stuff out because I'm still figuring stuff out. But for me, I was like happy where I was in my career, and I knew I'm like this is the next thing. I, I want to create really something to go towards that direction, not to force it like yeah. forced marriage or whatever but i want to go towards this direction and if it's someone who's like too flowy i'm actually not there anymore and it yeah. is possible to lose out on i probably could have had a great connection with someone who just wasn't sure at that moment but they weren't and, a match for where you were right and this timing too and but i just you know i was just like i respect that but i'm looking for someone who you know mm. would like to ex explore this and go in this direction of course it's always disappointing if if you're not on the same page, yeah. but what can you do? All you can do is put yourself out. I think that's there. beautiful. And that's like the other side of the previous version of you that you that you talked about, which may have just gone along with, with someone who was wishy-washy and noncommittal, even if that is what you wanted, yeah. right? Yeah. And so now this was like a manifestation of where you were at this different place now where you knew what you wanted and felt deserving of it. Yeah. And... My first reaction when you first, when I was like right off the top, right straight away, you, you would say, like that was an old, I just realized an old version of me that would get panicky at, at that stuff. But the truth is, you know, I wouldn't run from, from that. I, I, I would respect that. And if it's someone that I feel like a connection with, that, that would be great. Like that wouldn't scare me away right now. You know what I mean? So I commend you on that. And look, look, you ended up with an amazing guy and of course all the guys that maybe fell away or it didn't work out with that was all like thank god right all blessings because they all had to happen to lead you to pete oh absolutely you know? i'm grateful for all of them yeah and and the last part is also healed i wanted someone because i had he what well, mm. we're i think we're healing forever but most of my stuff like I didn't want someone that had X baggage that still wasn't over an X. Like right. I, I wanted that resolve just because I had worked on it. Yeah. Myself. So I was like, I just want someone. Of course. There. I don't um, want to carry someone's right. X stuff or, you know, the, yeah. the stuff that they haven't looked at. That's great. And, and you, you, if you do the work um, for yourself, then you don't have to wor even worry about that because people you attract in like Pete, Typically. Typically are going to be a, a match for, for that where they've done their work. But yeah, so the people who haven't done their work, you're no longer going to be a match for them. So um, Yeah, they, they would get freaked out or just, it yeah, doesn't resonate. it would fall away. It, doesn't it wouldn't, wouldn't resonate. But that's, that's like the greatest gift anyone can give themselves is to like do that work. And it's, when people are seeking it from outside themselves, it just, it's never going to work. When people need something outside of themselves... It's never going to work. It's like you got to be good with yourself. You long, know, long term, it's definitely. It's like, better I'll work on myself for for uh, for you, and you work on yourself yeah. for me, kind of thing. You yeah. Know?
that works lovely for P and I. Like that's, that's how we approach it, and it's worked really well for us. I love it. I love your guys' relationship, and I want to play soccer with Pete. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. If people want to look you up or send you a message or something, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram's probably best. Okay. Uh, Dale Hirsch. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're going to put up a graphic or some D-A-L-E-H-E-R-S-H. <laughs> I'll put it in the comments. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I'd love to hear from anybody. Reach out if you like. And uh, if anyone uh, has any questions about real estate uh, or knows someone who does, I'm always happy to help them too. Awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.